Cougar Sports Saturday. It's complete. Another touchdown. Cougar Sports Saturday. Saturday. A presentation of KSL Sports. KSL Sports. Left wing for three. He got it again. BYU Sports Talk by Cougar fans for Cougar fans. Here are your hosts, Mitch Harper and Matt Biamonte. On Utah's legacy home of the Cougars. KSL News Radio, 102.7 FM and 1160 AM. Hour number three is off and running here on Cougar Sports Saturday on this Saturday afternoon. BYU Kansas State tips off tonight, 8 p.m. here on KSL. We'll be inside the Marriott Center covering everything on kslsports.com. Do want to give a shout-out to the BYU women's basketball team. Earlier today, a morning tip at Cincinnati. They took down the Bearcats, 68, or excuse me, 69-57. to 57. They take down the Bearcats to get their second consecutive win Earlier in the week, they defeated number 18, Baylor. So Amber Whiting's squad on a two-game win streak, four wins now in Big 12 play, 14-11 and 11 overall. The BYU men looking to get back on the winning side of things after they fell to Oklahoma earlier this week. We'll get to BYU K-State a little bit later this hour, but right now, Matt, we're, we're diving into BYU spring football talk as BYU spring ball opens up later this month, February 29th. And we're not going to have two shows coming up the next two weeks because of noon basketball tips. So this is our last chance to get to some of these position previews. And where are we going next on the the spring position preview tour? Let's go with the athletic, rangy, fast safeties and defensive backs. We'll group them into one group. Obviously, the headliner here is Jacob Robinson. Man, I, I don't think anyone expected him to become what he's become when he transferred in from Utah State. He, Who was – I'm getting ahead of myself here, as you can tell, as I'm trying to formulate the thought. But what I'm trying to uh, figure out, Mitch, maybe you can help me, is who besides Jacob Robinson was the best BYU defensive back since Gennaro Guilford? Like, does it go Guilford to Robinson, or is there someone in there? Because it kind of like – at first thought, I feel like he's the best one since Gennaro Guilford, and there's been other guys that were really good, but Jacob Robinson, to me, like he felt like a a lockdown cornerback at times last year where you could just let him guard an island man-to-man. I can't, I, to me, it feels like Gennaro Guilford than Jacob Robinson. Yeah, there was, you know, Brandon Haney was pretty good. Preston Hadley was good. Oh, Hadley... Hadley was a really good tackler, but he was never the cover corner yes. that Robinson is. Uh, Robertson Daniel was all right. You know, he he obviously got to the NFL. Michael Davis, even though he got benched, he got his, benched his senior year. Troy Warner was all right, more of a safety. Uh, Diane Lake, you could say he played a Probably, little bit of yeah. corner, but he did go to safety. Uh, you know, uh, you might there's a case. I mean, Eddie Heckard, I think, has got to be in that conversation too. Camden Garrett was good last year. But, yeah, Jacob Robinson, awesome. And what's crazy, too, is Jacob Robinson, I thought his first year at BYU as a nickel in 2021 kind of started slow where yeah. he was, you know, he's kind of getting beat. Another guy you can mention, too, is Chris Wilcox. I thought Wilcox was really good. He got drafted in the NFL. So there's been some, but Robinson might 
Wilcox, though, also looked unplayable against Arizona in his freshman year where they were just picking on him. Or Toledo, that Toledo game where they were just going deep. Who was Arizona down in the Cardo Stadium? They were just cranking it on someone. Was that? I thought that was Wilcox. It might have been. I, I remember that Toledo game in 16. They were just deep balls left and right on, on Wilcox. But that was a freshman. And yep. he got better over time and became a draft pick because of that speed. All right, where do they go after? Because Camden Garrett's gone. Eddie Heckert is gone. So two really great defensive backs for BYU are out the door. Where does BYU turn next? Or Maybe the, the better question is, who are your starting two corners uh, again in the opener against Southern Illinois? That's a great question because Robinson's definitely a starter. I think tentatively right now going into spring, if I had to forecast, I'd say Marcus McKenzie tentatively is that other starter. But – I think there's other options. You know, Marcus McKenzie's got a lot of speed, and he's going to be a good one for BYU. But there's other options. Maury Bamba comes back, and I know the coaching staff really wants him to take a step forward. I remember talking to Maury in November last year, and he said that the coaches laid out. They expect him to take a big step forward and become a number one cornerback in the program. They view he's got the potential. I mean, think back to last year, the TCU game. He got a start due to some of the injuries. Eddie Heckard was out. Maury Bamba was called in action. Now, Maury's still, I think, kind of learning football a little bit. And the nuances of being a, a top-flight cornerback – but, you know, speed-wise, measurables, he looks the part, but you got to execute at a high level. So I'd give Marcus McKenzie the inside track. I would not sleep on Therian Alexander III, a freshman who's enrolled in school already, going through winter conditioning, going to be part of spring football, comes out of the state of Georgia. When you talk about, you know, freshmen that can make an impact, this position lends itself to opportunity, and Trey Alexander's going to have – Every opportunity in the world to play right away for BYU. At safety, and there's a lot of other guys too, but I, I think you've probably hit the nail on the head there. A guy that's played in the past, but I don't think is going to see much time. He's been on special teams lately, Jacob Boren. Uh, is Caleb Christensen coming back? I think Jacob Boren's moved on. Oh, yeah, you're right. Yes. You're right. Jacob moved on. So he's on. So Jacob Boren's gone. You do bring in Mark Collins from Weber State. He's part of the program right okay. now. He didn't get announced on signing day. He's a preferred walk-on. I think eventually he'll get a scholarship, but he comes in from Weber State. And we know Jay Hill loves his Weber State guys. And, it, look, if Jay Hill's going to feel like Mark Collins can handle it at this level, why can't he be like Camden Garrett last year? Uh, you know, I'm not going to put Eddie Heckard level of pressure on him. Eddie Heckard in given weeks was the best player in the Big 12. He, he earned a Big 12 Defensive Player of the Week. Yep. But can he be Camden Garrett? I think he could. And Mark Collins is already there in school right now, going through winter conditioning. So he's another name to watch for in that group. But they also have at cornerback Zion Allen, Evan Johnson going into their third years with the program. Also, Juco transfer Jaden Dunlap. Dealt with a lot of injuries last season. I know he was someone last year in spring, got a little bit of first-team run. He'll be another name to watch. But uh, I feel like your top guys are Jacob Robinson. Uh, You're going to have also Marcus McKenzie, Therian Alexander, and Mark Collins. That's kind of the top grouping I look at with this position. Safety is an interesting group because you get Micah Harper back from injury. That is a huge addition if he can regain the form that we saw at the beginning of his career. But behind him, you had a bunch of guys, smaller, maybe under-recruited guys that I thought played very well. Ethan Slade, Crew Wakeley, Talon Alfrey at the very end of the season, battled injuries all 
all year long. But then in the mix there is the freshman safety, Salotawa, that we already talked about earlier in the show, who's very much going to be in the mix. Where are you going to go at the safety starting combination? Right now I'd say Micah Harper and Talon Alfrey would probably be the top two. I think Crew Wakely would be third before you know Santuala arrives. I really liked Crew Wakely. I, I thought Wakely was one of the better stories last year on the defensive side. He did have some costly mistakes. I think he got a celebration penalty against TCU that was costly. In, in the brief moment that BYU had a little bit of momentum in that game where they just got thumped. But uh, you know Tanner Wall was someone that you know was once a wide receiver switched over to safety. Got a few starts, and then he got hurt. I mean, that was the theme with the safety position last year was that there were so many injuries, but now going into 2024, you've got a lot of snaps given to a lot of different guys. Preston Rex comes back, and he's kind of changed his body. He's gotten a lot bigger in the weight room, kind of be more of a downhill, hard-hitting type for BYU, younger brother to Isaac Rex. You bring in uh, Chika Ebenuha still, who's who's another year in the program, uh, Male Tanovasa, who was a former Utah transfer, was part of the team last season. Uh, Raider DeMooney, you know, what does he become Good point. in year two? He got played nine games last season, a hard hitter, but it, it never felt like he, he moved up the ladder enough to become a starter. And I thought that was a little bit noteworthy. So I feel like this is an important spring for Raider to cement himself in that top two coming out of spring ball. So a lot of options, uh, you know, and, and I think that you'll also have Tommy Parasis, uh, a true freshman from Boston High School. He's part of the program right now. Ty Burke from Weber High School is one that I feel is in the mold of an Austin Lee type down the road. Uh, I, I like some of the options uh, that BYU has. And then coming up in the summer, they'll have Matthias Leach join the team, who's a really good athlete, one of the best uh, speedsters, honestly, in the state of Texas, Matthias Leach. He'll be one to watch, but more developmental down the road. So, uh, you know, Jay Hill coaches this group up. He, he knows what he wants out of this position, and I think that's why there's going to be chance for Satuala to emerge. But I love that BYU is going to get Micah Harper back because when he is healthy, uh, that guy could be uh, one of the all-timers at BYU at that safety position. But you got to stay healthy. He's had two season-ending injuries in his BYU career. Fingers crossed that he can stay healthy because he's a good one. I'll differ slightly. I, I think Wakely will win that job alongside I'm Harper. And I like the combination of skills that's there where Harper's a great downhill tackler he can cover too but then you have a Wakely a little bit more of the rangy back end type safety but you got so many options at safety it's a good problem to have and, and Wakely is a great story too it kind of got lost in the weeds because BYU you know was struggling and I think some fans maybe tuned out a bit but you know Wakely had no interest honestly in playing football I mean, he was he's ready to move on go into a you know the business world and just kind of move on with life and you know, Fessy Satake, of all people, because he recruited him to Weber State back in the day, said, hey, why don't you give us a look here at BYU? And Jay Hill looked at his film and said, yeah, let's give him a shot. He was once a, a decorated, you know, a quarterback at Jordan High School, uh, was a, you know, state player of the year in some regions. And, you know, Wakely's just a good athlete. And I think they felt like, hey, good athlete can develop into something. Because last year at this time, that safety room was thin. And now you feel like there's a lot more options in depth, and, and that's a good problem to have. I mean, to, to be in a spot where you feel like when spring ball ends, there will probably be a guy or two that wants to hit the portal, 
that means you've got options. You know, you've got personnel and and bodies there that the competition should be pretty good in in spring for that safety position. All right, let's take a break. We'll finish our spring preview. A defensive line and linebackers. We'll do that next.